Stokes County Boys is brought to you in part by Bull City Bows and Ties. Gussy up your puppy with these easy-to-attach fashion collar accessories. Your kitty will be sitting pretty in these handsome bows and ties, so go to etsy.com shop slash bullcitybowsandties to see over 50 styles and patterns. Founder and CEO is vet technician by day, pet fashion icon by night. Independently owned and operated, Bull City Bows and Ties can be found on Facebook or Etsy shop. Once again, etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties. Bull City Bows and Ties. Tell them the Stokes County Boys sent you. Not even good, I don't think, or clever. And those are the ones that get the most like <laughs> likes and retweets. And I'm just like, oh. it was some tweet that was remarking about the um, about the switch, the, how Peacock's gonna uh, s- like censor a bunch of stuff <laughs> from WWE. And so I was like, that's why I'm glad I got this um, VHS <laughs> set of all these, the first 13 WrestleManias. <laughs> and it's not even, I actually do have it. It's at my parents' house. But I just found a picture of it posted online, and, and people people loving it. <laughs> They're loving that picture. Well, just, just remember, like, why you wanted to do the podcast in the first place. Like, seriously, like, just, it's, it's, it's a stress release, yeah. It's fun. It's different. No, yeah. Well, I'm not complaining. It's just funny to me. No, it, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's great. But, but going on that, Patrick, because that's one of the things I want to ask you. So they they did announce that you know we know that I think I mentioned this last week when we were talking, but I didn't include it in the episode. But WWE Network's moving to Peacock, but they also announced today, as we're recording, they announced today that they're gonna censor some things that were like deemed offensive and there's plenty of stuff that they could do one thing that kind of gets on my nerves about it is that you're basically like taking all this archival content and you're kind of scrubbing it it's 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 kind of like a disneyfication of wrestling which is kind of weird in the first place because i mean i think nbc universal i hope they know that this content that they paid a billion dollars for was you know it it comes from a legacy of of uh you know carnies and dirt bags so i don't know <laughs> why they think they've got something that they can um you know kind of sanitize but my question to you patrick is what what are they what are they trying to hide what are they going to try to get rid of well i'll tell you don't <sighs> see this is this is why I hate you. <laughs> this is why I hate you because like you give me these questions like this and and, and like WrestleMania six, Roddy Piper, they said they they said go. They said just just go. Do your thing. Now if you've gone and Philip, uh, I, I've subscribed to Peacock, but I have not um, watched the WWE Network on Peacock. Like you know, we I watched Fastlane last weekend. Um, but I've not actually explored, you know, whatever. 
WWE Network, you know, I watched the Roddy Piper documentary. Can't tell you what it's called. I'm terrible with names, whatever. It was really good. But, you know, they talked about, like, he went to Mexico and they just gave him a microphone and said, do whatever you can to piss them off. And he did. <laughs> and, you know, like, I mean, it was like, this is what you want for entertainment. At the same time, now, as an adult... I can look at this thinking like, eesh, yeah, that, like, where is the line? And, you know, I've had myself questioning where's the line. WrestleMania 6, old boy comes out half in blackface, which is like, yes. it's not funny. Like, this is not okay. At the time, I might not have had that same response. Well, also at the time, we were like seven, eight years old. Yeah, that's one of the things I, th I know for a fact that they're going to try to scrub that. The other thing that I know they're going to try to get rid of and pretend like never happened is the uh, D-Generation X uh, doing blackface when they were making fun of um, The Rock and the Nation of Domination. Now, here's the real kicker is that not only, okay, so that was that was after the Roddy Piper thing. So that was what, like 1998, probably, 1999? Yeah, so like, what, so eight, there's, seven, eight years later? Six, yeah, six years, yeah, yeah. So here's the other thing is, it's not only that, because you could be like, well, it was 20-whatever years ago, and even then it was still wrong. It's always been wrong. But the thing that I'm really curious about is, they had that um, Attitude Era documentary series, and they've done it other times. And every time they do it, Triple H and D-Generation X, they glorify that moment, too, as like one of the, the high marks of this era when they did that, like some piece of high comedy that they were doing. And so that's another thing that I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I'm just like, NBC, did you, did you know what you were getting into? When you bought this content, as I said before, made by, you know, carnies and just kind of sleazebags, you know? Well, you know, Philip, there's there's no denying that it's wrong. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But I, I do want to say, and again, I, I don't want to paint myself into a corner here. I don't want to sound like I'm a total dick or an asshole here. Like, like this is not okay. But I, I, I want to say, you know... We perceive things in certain eras differently. And now with everything, I'm not saying that it's right. It wasn't right then, no. But people weren't as sensitive then, but that's not the right word even. Like people weren't as aware then as we well, are now. People. You're, you're talking about white people. Yes, I am because I'm coming from a white perspective. And, and I will readily, again, I readily admit, you know, but you know, you you talk about the nation of domination. You talk you talk about the uh, Generation X's portrayal of that. Like, no, it, it it was completely wrong. But in our time and place, when we were watching it, we did not know that that was wrong. And you can go through like courses and courses of. <laughs> uh, uh, um, classes that what am i trying to say like you can go through plenty of professional development and just mind expanding knowledge 
accepting with cultural classes and 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 understanding this and this that it the fact of the matter is that like it's a different time and place now and so you recognize that it happened you move on and you don't do it again you don't repeat it because it's not okay at the time no it still it, it wasn't okay but we did not have the cultural awareness at the time to blatantly recognize wait this isn't okay you know it, it, it's using stereotypes as a laugh and yeah well i will say right now as you're ranting i'm sorry <laughs> talking in circles i'm sorry they have cut it so in the in the original thing you got Bruce Beefcake had just cut Mr. Perfect's. No, not even Mr. Perfect's hair. He's cutting um, the genius's hair. After that was the Bad News Brown Roddy Piper match. It cuts to the Heart Foundation. So they totally they've they've cut it out. So this is what kind of gets on my nerves about it. It's like, yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to cut out all the Chris Benoit segments too? <laughs> so who knows but the thing is is like this is supposed to be a historical archive but it's not so that's the problem with these like streaming services is you don't have a true like archive of 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 say like whatever some companies whatever it might be so i guess it's it's to save their own selves in these presentations but when i look at these like streaming services and stuff like that Personally, I want everything. I want to see everything that they have. You know, I can understand like putting little warning things on like Looney Tunes or like old Disney cartoons because kids are seeing that. But when when I see these things, I see them as like, you know, I see them as as like historical, like a library, like an actual library where you have everything in the library and you can comb through that and you can critique these things and you can go back through that. But not to say that. You know, Roddy Piper, that, that particular match was a one worth uh, saving, but it sh still should be on there. You know what I mean? Well, you know... It's a terrible thing, but it still should be there. But, Phil, you kind of hit it on the nose. It's like, it's a library, and it needs to be available. It's it's just a weird time. I don't I don't know the answer, man. I don't know the well, answer. No, I, it, it's just funny. It, it It's just funny to me that just to see the evolution of that company to kind of turn into this um, kind of this Disney. They, they want to be Disney. And it's just funny to me because you're not going to be Disney. But, Philip, even Disney, Disney thrived for years on stereotypes. And they... they well, they still do. Well, I mean, yeah, they do. But, but I, I feel like that's... Another conversation again, uh, but but like you know, looking at the past in Disney, like they thrived on stereotypes. Why? Because ultimately, probably because it made money. But in their mind, they were probably whitewashing it so that oh, this is like multiculturalism. We're 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 showing Iraq by playing Aladdin. We you know oh, but they don't. No, I mean they, no, they, they don't. Continuously You're right. Do that, and they did it with. Um, like Moana, it's not Samoa, it's not, you know, Fiji, it's kind of an amalgamation. And they did it with this this latest movie, Raya and the Last Dragon. It's some 
mythical Southeast Asia and a mix of all those cultures. So, but, Philip, I haven't seen that last movie, and it's on my list, so don't spoil anything for me because I will kill you. Well, I'm, but I'm just gonna say it doesn't take place in an actual place. That's fine. Just like that's it's fine. Agrabah, it takes place okay. in East Asian Agrabah. Well, I believe there was a, <laughs> I believe there was a uh, poll done by one of the news networks about like should we bomb Agrabah <laughs> and and most people said yes uh, non-scientific obviously because I can't think of uh, what the poll was but um, you, know, <laughs> you didn't have to say that they, we know it's non-scientific well yeah but are they just trying to it's like jaywalking it was a segment no, of Jay Leno that's exactly <laughs> it I mean it was it, along the exact same lines but like you know Philip here's the thing though it's like those movies are still really good for a lot of reasons and 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 you know like if you can break yourself out of the cultural and and I'm not again this is where like I want to shoot myself in the face because I, I I'm talking from a white male perspective and I know that I don't know the answers I I, I get that but like those I, I loved Moana. I loved yeah. it. Oh, I, yeah. It was a great. I mean, the mu- the music was great. The plot was great. I, I love that. Like she was not a oh I have to have a prince come save me princess type thing. You know mm-hmm. like yeah. Is it better? Uh, I'm not saying I don't like these movies, and I'm not saying that. It's just it's just weird how Disney will. It's just a it's just an observation of like and a critique, but it's just an observation. It's like they just can't help themselves. All right. Patrick, I told you I'd update you. I watched the Snyder Cut, the four-hour Justice League, and I have to say, it's good. I liked <laughs> oh, it. Oh God! I'll tell you why. Now I did watch the fir- the 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 original theatrical, the two-hour version that was from two thousand seventeen, and it is a bad movie. It's not good. So it's like, well, what's the difference? Well, there's a couple of things. Cyborg is an actual character is given like a, an actual like origin story, like a meaningful arc and, and like pathos and things like that. And so does the flash, which is kind of missing in the original cut. And it's just kind of clipped and, and chopped and smashed and kind of, it felt really thrown together. But this one, you know, luckily the way they did it was they put it in like parts so it's in like six parts so it's a little bit easier digestible and the nice thing is if you're on if you're on like hbo max you can see there's little bullet points so you're like well i'll watch it till like the end of part two and then i'll do something else so approaching it like that it it's just well done you can kind of tell it was done with a singular vision the 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 bad guy, Steppenwolf, actually has an arc to, like, he has a reason, a motivation for doing what he's doing. The action scenes are kind of put together a little bit better. I really liked it. Like, I was, and I'm not, I'm not a big, um, I'm not a Zack Snyder fan by any means either. I do not like the movie 300. I really didn't like his adaptation of Watchmen, the movie version. I don't really like that. Um, oh, I think it's okay. I, I, I feel like we like I, I feel like we have to have an episode about the Watchmen with with the book and his yeah, yeah. interpretation. I have to rewatch it, but I mean it. I mean, you could probably do a four hour <laughs> version of that. Oh, I'm it might sure. Be okay, maybe that should be our first uh, 
in person because like you know it, you mentioned we're, we're doing these little like short segments uh yeah as, we're trying to we're get vaccinated yeah. like i think that might be a really cool first uh in-person thing where we just like yell at each other about the watchman while we watch the movie <laughs> For, <laughs> we should just watch it and record us we should oh, a mystery we'll science do a commentary. theater <laughs> we'll do a commentary episode yeah but but i have to say this this is good and like after seeing i think what happened was they brought on joss whedon to finish the movie he had that sensibility that's more kind of along what kind of became the marvel cinematic universe Zack Snyder's not like this. So it's a mix of of Zack Snyder. I, I kind of I, I at first I was kind of put off by it, but now I kind of like it the way he um takes something that's silly, which are superheroes, and kind of makes it over serious almost and kind of and and especially like DC cuz they get out there with like the amount of aliens and magic and all this stuff. But it's all in there, but it's it's kind of almost over serious. It's like you know, if I was comparing it to a professional wrestler, it's like Bret Hart, who never <laughs> winks at the camera, who almost takes it way too seriously, but I, I kind of like that about him. So, Patrick, I have to recommend it. I liked it. I like the Justice League. Break it up. You know, if you can't sit through a four-hour movie, that's okay. Um, it's broken up into parts, but it's well done, and it's cohesive, and it makes sense. And the like, especially like Cyborg... I really like that character. I like the actor, Ray Fisher, who spoke out on some like stuff that was going on during the reshoots with the producer and Joss Whedon and ended up getting fired from this upcoming Flash movie, which is really a shame because they should, they should bring him back, but probably won't happen, but it's good. All right, Philip, I, I will watch it because I, I trust you enough to say I will watch it. I will watch it. Um, I, I do have to say that like, with the exception of the Dark Knight movies, uh, you know the what Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight the uh, like the the, the bad, Christopher Nolan yeah, yeah yeah the Christopher Nolan bad. With the exception of those, and I will also say when we're dealing with DC, uh, Joker, it was a great movie. Other than those, like you know the Batman versus Superman, the uh, I, I dare I say Wonder Woman, like like I. I have not gotten into any of these DC movies. Now, I will say, this is what I'll say. I and I said it before, the and this it's a lot to ask, but the three hour cut of Batman versus Superman is much better than the whatever version well, the theatrical cut. Like remarkably better. And the other thing that I really like about this is that Three hour cut of Batman versus Superman in this Justice League, the Zack Snyder's Justice League. That Justice League is a true sequel to Batman versus Superman. And it's very connected, and there's stuff in that longer version that weave, and the stuff that ended up in that theatrical cut, but they weave together and they're cohesive and it makes sense. And you see the you see the vision there. Whereas when I first watched the theatrical version of Batman versus Superman and then this Joss Whedon chop up of Justice League, it wasn't there. I understand because there's a lot. I think the DC stuff is uneven, but I will say, seeing those two movies I reference and Birds of Prey, I did like the first Wonder Woman. The second one's a big mess, um, but Birds of Prey is really good too. But so, and and the thing is, is like honestly, for me personally, with the Marvel stuff, it's gotten 
it's gotten kind of boring to me, and I'm I'm not really intrigued well, by the stuff they're doing. <laughs> Philip, I, I, as far as Marvel goes, and we've already talked about yeah, that too. As far as Marvel goes, I, I I think that like again for me personally, I think not that they've run their course, but I think I'm I'm good. I've got closure. <laughs> right, I'm done. Right. Bye bye. Robert Downey Jr. Like, like, yeah, you know, we're good. I'm really excited about the next Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, and, you yeah, know, I always like really, really like the direction they're going with that. Um, the the DC stuff, I I, I will I will watch this and I, I will go in with as open a mind as I can. Philip, I'll tell you though, I'm not as excited about this DC stuff as I am, and and this is going to sound really like crazy. But the uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh yeah! Oh no! I want to check that. I really want to see this, but I have not. Phil, I've, I've gone on the Universal ride, Kong Skull Island. I've been on that ride several times, and I love the ride. And I know it's just summarizing the movie, and so I know, like, spoiler alert. I know, I like, I, I know what's written the ride, but I know what happens. In but the I want to watch all. I, I think there's three movies before this movie. I really want to watch this. The the DC movies, the Zack Snyder cut, whatever, like it does not bring me in. It does not entice me. I haven't like I watch it because you want me to, and I watch it because we'll have a conversation. And you know what? I might enjoy it, and it might open the door. But like, I'm not excited about it. I'm actually excited about this Godzilla versus Kong. Like, I'm actually really excited. You and I watched Godzilla 2000. Do you remember with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, uh, that came out in like the late nineties. Yeah, right? we watched that in theater because it was me, you, and some mm-hmm. other lady. It was three of us in the <laughs> audience, and I remember this. And and this is this is what pissed me off because I don't know who saw dude. <laughs> Where's my car? Who saw dude? Where's my car? But Phil, we're, this you is around the, the same stranger time. that was in the theater with us. I do because she turned around because we kept laughing because we started rooting for Godzilla and you know Matthew Broderick. Like I mean, this was a great soundtrack too. And when like dude, nineteen ninety eight, when they're in Madison Square Garden and like the babies are hatching. Like Philip, I remember you and I were legit cheering we're like pumped yeah. up and this lady in front of us probably like mid-30s i don't know i don't know her story because we you know whatever she's turning like she's cheering with us she was rooting for us she's rooting for godzilla like i'm really excited about godzilla versus kong because i kind of want that feeling again <laughs> i will say kong skull island is good the movie's good i like that I've seen uh, the sequel to the Godzilla that's like King of the Monsters or whatever. That one's okay. It's it's kind of a big. It's ridiculous, and um, so I think this one be good. But I just yeah. like I just I want right. to see them all. I want to see this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a fun. I'm excited. It'll be a good one. All right. So I have I have a listener question before we wrap up, and um, this is from uh, Jonathan Carone. He's got a few questions, but I'm, I, I might save a couple of them for another time. So, Patrick, I'm going to throw one at you right now. He said, if you if you came home this weekend, everything's open and safe. So, imagine it's post-COVID, post-vaccine, all that stuff. Yeah. What's one thing you'd do? Hanging Rock. Go to Hanging Rock. Yeah. I, w- I mean, that's the first thing, too. I think that's an obvious one. It's one we could actually kind of do now because it's outdoors and it's a hiking thing. 
I just haven't been in so long. So yeah, I think that's one of the things I well, would do. And Phil, the other thing that I would do is I would go to Stratford Barbecue and I would get a chicken sandwich, not barbecue. I would get a chicken sandwich because I love their chicken sandwiches. Uh, on the back of my mind that I don't want to say is I would go to Sam's and mm-hmm. I, I'd have to look at the menu. Sam's Pizza and Wal- in Wanaka. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd have to look at the menu to tell you exactly what I'd order because, you know, I want to go, I, I, I go back and forth. I rarely right. got the pizza at Sam's Pizza, you know, <laughs> like you know that's true. I I rarely did too. I'd always get some like one of the sandwiches or the burgers oh, or something else that was on the menu. It's so freaking good. But the the problem though with the question is that like if if I go to Sam's, I know I'm going to see somebody I know, and <laughs> and and most of the time that's perfectly okay. May, but may not now. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I, I still feel like King, Monaco, Stokes County is still small enough. You see people, you go. When I go back to Stokes County, because I haven't been in two years, Philip, because COVID, and you know, I, I, I want to see my mama. I, I want to see my mom, and I, I really, truly do. And uh, she's getting vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated. Like it, it's sooner than later, but. I want to go. I, I want to enjoy the aesthetic. I don't want to worry about like seeing somebody I haven't seen in twenty years. I, I don't want to worry about you don't you don't want that conversation. I, I don't want to have a small talk conversation with anybody because <laughs> oh yeah, your dad died two years ago and I was at your funeral. We talked then. I don't want right. like I just want to. Right. I just want to like enjoy it and ultimately, Philip Hanging Rock, I think, is the pinnacle. No pun intended. Of not not in pinnacle. <laughs> I, I I think Hanging Rock is the pinnacle of Stokes County. I think you know I, I, that hike and and just the gorgeous scenery. Yeah, that's the one yeah. thing. There's another thing that I haven't done that I want to do, and I think this is from one of the early episodes. If you're a OG Stokes <laughs> County boys listener, and I think Jonathan is, and I know Jason is, and patron saint. Andrew Voss. Um, Case, is, Casey's uh, going to be mad now. <laughs> yeah, is um, I got to I gotta go to that um, archive, the Gypsy Hollingsworth uh, archive in the library in Danbury that uh, Rita Cruz mentioned. So that's one thing I want to do that I haven't done before. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. All right, we're going to wrap it up.